Hello, I'm Angela Barnes and welcome to the week ahead starting 7th of August 2023. And there's plenty to watch out for in economic news and on the corporate front. Well, let's start with the economic calendar. We have Germany's industrial production data for June which declined unexpectedly in May in the UK. Halifax reveals what house prices look like in July. It comes after Nationwide reported that average house prices fell 3.8% in the year to July, making it the biggest annual drop in 14 years. Well, also on Tuesday, we will have UK BRC retail sales for July, a Westpac consumer confidence data and business confidence data from Australia. In China, a July trade balance update and the same from the US, also API crude oil inventories. Well, then moving on to Wednesday, we have the China Consumer Price Index and Producer Price Index for July and also the US EIA oil inventories out too. Well, it's a busy old week. And then on Thursday, we'll have a consumer price update for July and US initial jobless claims as well from the US. And then let's move on to the economic calendar and a busy day Friday, but with preliminary, sorry, second quarter UK GDP figures an ab trade balance update and a trade balance update from the UK, as well as June's industrial production data. In the US, we have July's producer price index, Michigan consumer sentiment for August and the Baker Hughes oil rig count. And then we move on to corporate news. So let's start then with Monday. And we're going to be hearing from Page Group announcing its first half results and then Beyond Meat second quarter earnings as well. And then moving on to Tuesday, we hear from ABRDN and Glencore with first half of the year results. We also get sixth and Bayer's second quarter results. And in the US, we will have Q2 results from Eli Lilly and Lyft. And then moving on to Wednesday, we get financial updates from Flutter and Bellway, Delivery Hero, Tui, A-Hole, Delhaze and Continental. And then on Friday, among the companies reporting, it's the turn of Per Simon, Entain, Antofagasta, Deliveroo, Henkel, HelloFresh, Zurich Insurance, Deutsche Telekom, Metro and Alliance, to name a few. And on Friday, to commodities, more oil when we get the latest OPEC report. So a very busy week on the corporate calendar looking ahead. But let's cross now to Tom Sosnoff in Chicago from Tasty. Tom, a very it's a quieter week on the earnings front, but uh, very busy on the corporate front as well. Of course, there's always lots going on. What do you think investors should be uh, looking out for in the week ahead? Well, you're going to hate me for saying this, but investors should be looking out for none of that economic numbers that or or any of that data that you just talked about. In the sense that you know this market is. Um, we've been in an incredible bull market, and the last week it's shown a few cracks. And I think that you know, once you get done with earnings, the market gets to focus on really you know where it is relative to its own price extreme. And so I think that you know investors aren't going to be focusing necessarily on economic numbers because the bond market you know it's on it it's on it's on a multi year low, and the stock market's on a multi year high. So I think as the week kind of unfolds. You know, investors are going to get a feel for, you know, hey, what happens after you get an unwind of very mediocre earnings reports, which is essentially what happened this cycle. Everything was kind of inside the range. There were no bust outs to the upside. 
So I think next week investors are are really going to be focusing on, hey, is this market, you know, has it capitulated? Has it run out of steam? Or do we still have, you know, a little bit of room to go on the upside? And I think that's going to be the real question. And I think that's going to sort itself out, out with the tape action more than it is with the economic numbers. And Tom, what about US initial jobless claims, trade balance, and crude oil inventories? We've seen some interesting action from oil yeah. over the last few days, for example, on the up, on the up um, supported by these Saudi cuts. Uh, you know, what's your thoughts on um, those specific pieces of economic data? So with respect to the US, you know, jobless claims and things like that, I think the bond market has already kind of, you know, the 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 bond market along with the Fed, they've already made they basically made their bed and their stances um at this point, I don't think there's much left they can do. And the bonds yesterday traded, the long bond yesterday traded down to 120 in in the US, which is the lowest it's been kind of almost in two years. So I think price-wise, that's the highest interest rates on the long side. The short side's already been up in the stratosphere. The yield curve's been inverted for the whole year. So I think as far as jobless claims go, as far as unemployment, jobless claims and all that, I don't think they'll have much of an impact on, on the bond on the bond markets at all. I don't think they'll have much of an impact on the dollar. Crude oil is a little bit different. Crude oil's had a really nice rally. So I think at this point, you know, crude oil and commodities tend to be more, you know, emotionally influenced by, you know, short on a short-term basis by numbers. So maybe crude oil has, you know, a little bit of um has a little bit of volatility left into it, but it's had a huge move. It's up again this morning. It's at that 82 level, and that 82 level's been been a difficult spot for crude oil. So my guess is here that crude oil is going to play a tug of war. Um, this is where the shorts will come out right here at about 82. And this is where the longs want to see it bust out to the upside. So, you know, I mean, personally, we're leaning a little short here. I think the street's leaning a little long. I think it's going to be a good tug of war right here on crude oil. I don't know if the inventory numbers are going to matter that much, but I think crude oil is at a really interesting trading level. Interesting, Tom. And, and whether we get to that $90 level, who knows? Of course, that's what the bulls are wanting to see, isn't it? Um, thank Not you so much. Want. Not what we want over here. Uh, but uh, yeah, Nobody wants $90 crude oil. Less. <laughs> no, absolutely not. The petrol pumps. Definitely not. Yes. Well, Tom, thank, thank you ever so much for joining us. Um, Tom Sosnoff, they're joining us from Tasty in Chicago. Always a pleasure. And Thanks, Angela. That's it. Thank you very much. And that's it from all of us here at IG as well, IGTV. Thank you for watching our look ahead.